What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology. I'm back. We're talking about Jonah. These past couple episodes, we're in Jonah chapter 1, verse 11 through 16. We're finishing chapter 1, and it has been quite an interesting story so far about Jonah. We know he ran. We know the storm came. We know he was revealed. The reason that the storm came was because of his running. And now they're trying to figure out what to do. So that's where we're at right now. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead and read 11 through 16. Stop the tape. Check it out. Come back. We'll answer the four questions. If you have, let's jump into it. So what is 11 through 16 saying? Well, like I said, they they found out it was Jonah and they know that it is his God. The God of the universe is the one who has brought the storm upon them. And it's because Jonah ran from God because Jonah is is running from his service, his duty that God has called him to. And we could stop right there and just talk about how we need to do the will of God when he called us uh, because he has important plans. But what's so amazing to me, and we're going to see this today, is that despite our desire to do the opposite of what God calls us to do, other people are saved through it. Other people recognize God and then get a chance to make a decision left or right because of this. So God is not uh, in enable. He is not in uh, he's not impotent when we do something against him. He can actually even use those things to bring glory to his name. But that's an application on its own. We will move that. We'll move that to the end. We'll move that to the end. But what's it talking about? Well, they ask him, they say, man, what are we going to do to you then? So the storm stops because, man, it is a it's a it's a huge storm. It's it's a scary storm. So what do we do to be able to get the storm to stop, man? And um, Jonah's like, hey, throw me over the boat. He says, hurl me. And we talked about hurl me, I believe, in a couple episodes ago when it said that that God hurled a wind to cause the storm. And then because of the storm that God caused, it says the men hurled their stuff off of the boat, which is a reaction to the storm. The men were afraid. And then the next thing is now the men hurl or actually Jonah says, hurl me off of the boat. So that's the next reaction is first the men's reaction, their fear. But then the next reaction is Jonah's desire to die. Because I don't think we, we think about this when we think about him saying, throw me overboard. Because we have that, uh, most times we have that biblical mind frame, like, oh, now the fish is going to get Jonah, you know, we know the story. But l- he's literally asking to be thrown into this treacherous storm into the sea, in the middle of the sea, nowhere. And so the point is death, that Jonah would rather die than do the will of God. Because what could he could have said, hey, um, if you take me back, to where I was or take me to Tarshish or not Tarshish. That's where he's going. Take me to Nineveh. Then the sea, the storm will stop. And I believe that may be the case. That may have been the case, but instead he's like, if I'm dead, then the sea or the storm will stop raging on the sea. Jonah chose death over doing the desire of God. And I think that's one reason why a lot of scholars and myself believe that, uh, When he says flee from the presence of the Lord, it's not actually the presence because nobody, nobody in their right mind would think uh, in the in the Hebrew right mind would think that they could run from the presence of God. There are plenty of verses that say there is no place that he can be contained. Everywhere we go, he will be there. 
And so what he's doing is renouncing service. And he knows that he can't easily get away with that. And so he's like, I'll just die. He says, hurl me into the sea. Well, the men don't want to do that, man. They like, bro, we ain't trying to kill you, man. It ain't that it ain't that hard, is it? It ain't that serious. So they try and roll back to the, the land, you know, but they can't. They're not able to. They're not strong enough because the power of the storm is too big for them to do that. And so because of that, man, they pray to Yahweh. They pray to the God of the universe and they ask for mercy for what they're about to do, either because of uh, they say it's innocent blood. You know, they don't know what he's done or, or, or except the fact that he's ran from God. They don't know what he's done, how he's acting or, or any of his guilt or anything like that. But I think part of it is because they know that he is an instrument of God. So one thing is, is they know that something special about him because God is causing a storm because of him. And then also because they don't know what he's done or what he's did. And so for them to throw them over, they know he's going to die. This is literally a death sentence for him. And so they ask God for mercy. So they fear God. So they fear God uh, 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 as they honor and respect him now and seeking his um, forgiveness or his mercy more more say his mercy for what they're about to do so they pick him up man they throw him into the sea bro they hurl him into the sea and when they did that it said the storm stopped man it said the storm ceased from raging upon them it's done it's done and when they did that it said that they offered vows and they um um gave a sacrifice so it's probably the case is actually probably that they vowed to give a sacrifice when they got back. So it changed their hearts. This incident, this occurrence changed the trajectory of their hearts, changed the trajectory of the men who were pagans crying out to all sorts of gods, to them crying out to the one true God and offering sacrifices to him. So what's the scripture say about God? I think it says that God is sovereign over all things. We've seen this theme over and over, haven't we? The sovereignty of God. That's a main thing that we are going to see in Jonah. His control, his will, his desire. But another thing we're also going to see is also his kindness and his mercy. Those are two things. I wish I would have said that at the beginning. I should have said that. But uh, keep that in mind as we go through the sovereignty of God and then his uh, uh, kindness and mercy. So the sovereignty of God is this, is that the men could not leave the storm. They could not row back to shore. It was impossible for them to do because that was not what God had desired to happen. God, in his power and his majesty, is able to control all situations, and he does in this case as well. But also, God is merciful. The two themes that we're talking about in this book, we see it right here because in his mercy, in his grace, these men got to be with Jonah and see the power of God. Therefore, they came to a knowledge of God. And then their lives were changed. They got to face the true God and see who he is. So that way they could change their perspective in the world. And so what is this saying about man? Well, I think it's saying that we need as men to recognize God. And then submit to him. Recognize who God is, our position before him, and then submit to him. That's what it's saying about man. Simple as that. 
And then finally, our application, man, is if you don't know him today, man, know him and love him. Submit to him, man. Honor him because he is so good. That power and that might and that that fear that he can invoke, man, when we're on his side, he does those things for us. He does those things for our good. He is on our side and he is for us to use all of that will and that power for us because he loves us, man. Get on his team, man. Get on his team. And then I think uh, uh, one more thing is that we should be actively witnessing. They asked him, who are you? He says, I'm a Hebrew. And then he told him what to do. Now, he, 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 he didn't tell him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he didn't tell him uh, uh, nothing real good except throw him overboard. But let's not be like Jonah. Uh, let's, let's do what God has called us to. And then when we talk about what is going on in our life? What's going on with you? How are you? Share the gospel. Let them know the goodness of God so that lives can be changed. All right, guys, man, I appreciate you, and I will see you in the next episode.